when you think about the, the the plan they're exploring, you'd have a high-speed rail going north to Richmond, high-speed rail going east to Wilmington, west to Winston-Salem, and south to Fayetteville. Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina is consistently named one of the fastest growing areas in the country and one of the best areas for families. We cover everything real estate, recreation, restaurants, and just what makes Raleigh-Durham a great place to live. This is the RDU Buzz Podcast. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another <clears throat> another live. Uh, sorry again for my voice. This whatever whatever the kids gave us has uh, has stuck around for uh, for quite a long time. But I uh, hope you all had a good week so far. We uh, we've got a lot of really good <clears throat> really good topics this week, so I'm pretty pretty excited. But before we dig in. I uh, just want to go over a couple of uh, housekeeping items. So I know we typically don't have those, but we will be taking off the next two weeks. I'm pull up my calendar because I can't remember what those Thursdays are. <clears throat> the 21st and the 28th, uh, we will not be doing any lives on those dates. So um, we'll be taking those two weeks off. So basically the rest of December, we won't have any um, any lives, but We'll be coming back in January, so that'll be January, um, <clears throat> and I'll go over this again at the end, but January 4th, I believe, is is when we'll kick back in. But uh, in the meantime, as we're going on a break, um, awesome, yeah, happy uh, happy holidays. Yeah, so we're uh, yeah taking a little time off to spend that time with family, and um, we're also, we're going to try to do a little bit of uh, refreshing of the studio. So uh, when you come back, there might be a little bit of updates um, along the way. And more importantly, Cindy is uh, hoping to start to join these as well when we come back. So uh, starting in January, uh, Cindy should um, should be on these as well. So I think that'll make these um Hopefully more more enjoy. I, I know it'll make it more enjoyable for me. So next level said good evening from Raleigh. Good evening. Um, yeah, feel free to put in the comments where you're joining from. Uh, so we know um, just helps us as, as we're uh, we're moving forward. But got a lot of really good topics tonight. So I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. I am going to. I was struggling where with with which ones we're going to start with, but we'll start with the. Um, the high speed rail system coming to North Carolina, which I think is <clears throat> is a pretty big deal. So uh, the federal government uh, just gave a one billion dollar grant to North Carolina. Um, oh, we got a question. Let me answer it real quick before we get going. <clears throat> the question is Raleigh weather different um, than Utah? Um, is Raleigh weather different different than Utah? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be, it's going to be significantly different here than, um, than, than Utah for sure. So we've, we, we've worked with some folks from, from the Utah area and, um, I don't know what the, what the summers are like or anything like that, but, uh, winter here will be significantly, significantly more mild compared to what, to what Utah gets. Um, so significantly, at least, at least based on what, what we've heard from folks who move from that area. So. Uh, summer's not really sure what summer, spring, or fall looks like there, but I know winter will be will be drastically different. But uh, awesome, great question. Um, but yeah, so the federal government gave uh, North Carolina a <clears throat> a grant, um, a one billion dollar grant, to build a high speed rail, um, basically connecting um, 
uh, Raleigh to Richmond. Now, this isn't as exciting. I'm going to pull up the map here. <clears throat> this isn't as exciting as um, as some of the other high-speed rails that have been announced throughout the country. So I think there, there's one right now that's open that connects uh, Miami to Orlando. Um, I think that's going to extend into Tampa. There was one that was announced that will connect um, – uh, I think LA to Las Vegas, obviously those sound a lot more exciting than to Richmond, Virginia, but yeah, I was thinking, I was like, why, why Richmond? But Richmond is apparently the gateway to the Northeast when it comes to rail, which makes sense, right? So you get to Richmond, you can get to DC, you can get to, um, New York city and all those, you know, Northeast, um, major cities and richmond is going to be essentially the gateway to get there so to open up this rail line here in north carolina <clears throat> would get folks to richmond quicker and then get those folks to those major cities a lot quicker as well but it's a pretty i mean it's a substantial it's a substantial grant it's one billion dollars um i don't think this is from what i read i don't think this is going to cover the entire rail system by any means um i think it's very preliminary what they'll be doing um and then hopefully um hopefully kind of building building off of that but <clears throat> essentially what's going to happen is i'll go back to this map and show y'all on oh, that's not the right one there we go no <laughs> uh sorry i'm laughing because um my wife put on there <laughs> hello from durham she's down she must be downstairs uh downstairs watching um and be positive hello from california how would the market um and be in march and how is it right now in holly springs um so i think the market's going to be somewhat competitive in 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 the spring well i i'll get to that a little bit later um but i do i do think it's going to be somewhat competitive um at the end of this, we're going to go into some of uh, what's happening with interest rates, what the Fed announced this week, how that's going to impact the market. But I do, I do think we could see a pretty, a pretty competitive, a pretty competitive spring. Um, and next level said, "Don't we have that with Amtrak?" We do. So um, <clears throat> my understanding with with this new line. So this is this right here is the existing is the existing line. This right here would be what they what they call the S line. So it's like an old, I think, freight line um, that has, from what I read, it sounds like it's been some largely discontinued. Um, yeah, right here, this um, kind of checkered spot here where the the tracks have been removed. And they'll have to rebuild it. So essentially, they're going to take an old freight line, they're going to rebuild that section, and they're going to make it compatible with high speed trains. So I think the current Amtrak goes about eighty miles or maxes out at eighty miles an hour. Um, they're saying this rail will be capable of handling a train over 110 miles per hour. They haven't released the speed or anything like that. Uh, but what they have said is it'll essentially cut the travel down, cut the travel time down in half. Um, so the amount of time it takes to get to Raleigh to Richmond today will essentially be cut uh, pretty, pretty substantially. So, but yes, yes, to, to your point, next level, they do. Um, <clears throat> they do already have a track there. This will be essentially a quicker, a quicker route to get there. Um, 
But yeah, part of that billion dollars is going to be to rebuild a portion of this track. From what I was reading, Virginia owns the majority of the line, if not all of the line that already exists. But it seems like North Carolina is going to have to buy up some some sections. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> it's really cool. I mean, th this would be the first, to my knowledge, at least unless there's another one that I'm not aware of, this would be the first high-speed rail in North Carolina. Um, part of that grant as well, and th these are separate grants that were given to North Carolina, much smaller amounts. But they were given $500,000 to explore other routes in North Carolina. So um, they were going to explore um, Raleigh to Wilmington, which is pretty intriguing. So I think that would be a pretty cool a pretty cool rail system. Um, Raleigh to Wilmington, Raleigh to Winston-Salem, and Raleigh to Fayetteville. So th those were the the three that were centered around Raleigh. Now, that, that 500000 is very preliminary. It's essentially just doing studies on, is this feasible? Uh, what would the cost be? What would the process be to do this? So it's it's very much an exploratory, um, exploratory process on those routes. This is not, at least it doesn't seem to be exploratory. This is this seems like it has essentially has begun. That grant is to get this process started. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean that that'd be really cool. I don't know. Um, I don't know the impact this would have on traffic, um, but I do know <clears throat> if you've ever made the drive from Raleigh to DC, it's pretty brutal. When 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 you hit that DC traffic, it it's 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 a pretty it's a pretty brutal drive. And so I know like as our kids get older, I'm gonna want to take them to DC and to have an option where you could just hop on a rail line and get there without having to deal with the traffic is pretty it's pretty appealing. So I think this would be a really I think this will be a really cool thing um whenever whenever it does it does open. So I just think adding I mean, I, you know, rail is probably not going to be, at least in our area, what it is in some other areas of the world as far as, you know, super common method of travel. But anything that we can have to alleviate some of the congestion on the roads, the better. Um, and this this would go this would go a long way. But we'd love to know, know y'all's thoughts about it. Are y'all excited? Um, do you think this is a worthwhile venture? Do you think it's going to get used enough to be worth the investment? Um, yeah, I'd love I'd love to know y'all's thoughts, but I do think I do think it will be, um, especially for folks who are traveling to the Northeast, um, a common amount. I think this would be uh, this would be a helpful a helpful thing. So, all right, <clears throat> moving on to the next one. So, I'm I am really excited about this one. So. Last week, I'd covered a um, a little bit about the hub and the hub. Um, Earl said, "I think this is a uh, brilliant idea." Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's really good. Um, but so, so I, I talked a little bit about the hub and the plan for uh, the research triangle park. So, so the hub is this mixed use space within the research triangle park. They're building it's about a hundred acres. Um, and the plan is to essentially turn that into a, a social district. So you can have um, essentially, you know, uh, alcoholic beverages and walk around within that social district. Um, <clears throat> and but but the hub is 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 in the grand scheme of the Research Triangle Park, a really small, a really small area. Um, Next Level said my wife and I hate driving back and forth because it 
because of the DMV track. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is rough when you hit that traffic. It is rough. Um, so yeah, the rail, the rail line would be perfect, would be perfect for that. Um, and Crystal said, definitely exciting. I can't wait. Uh, concerned about how long it actually take to complete though. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a valid, that's a valid concern. Any, anything infrastructure wise typically takes a, a substantial amount of time to, um, to complete. And then Earl, uh, from Northeast and this is well needed for business and pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a really, a really good thing. And then, you know, if we can continue to add to that, like, you know, with, I mean, you think about the, the, the plan they're exploring, you'd have a high speed rail going North to Richmond, high speed rail going East to Wilmington, West to Winston-Salem and South to Fayetteville. That'd be a pretty, that'd be pretty cool, pretty cool setup. So I think that'd be, that'd be really neat. Um, but so, so the research triangle park. So I know we talked a little bit about the hub last week. Um, they presented a, what they call an RTP 3.0, which I thought was really, really, really exciting. So basically what they want to do is move towards a more high density type setup in the research triangle park. Um, if you remember me talking about, um, in Durham, they were moving towards what they called, uh, like a 15 minute city. Um, and the research triangle park is also pushing towards that same that same goal they're using the same language that 15 minute city essentially what that means is they want you to be 15 minutes from your uh your daily necessities so uh things like medical care groceries um things like that essentially 15 minutes from where you live those would exist in that area um and the research triangle park wants to move towards that goal and I find that interesting because if, if you've ever driven through the Research Triangle Park, it's it's kind of, I mean, you read about what the Research Triangle Park is. And if you've ever driven through it, it's it's kind of a letdown in a way because it's just, it's, it's, it's so spread out. Like, I, I think in people's minds, they think of just all these really, you know, massive buildings and like just, I, I don't know, maybe more of like an urban environment. But the Research Triangle Park is 7,000 acres. I mean, it is substantial. It's a huge amount of land. And they actually talked about when they presented this um, RTP 3.0, they talked about parking lot space. So 20, I think it was 20%, if I remember correctly, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it on here, but I think 20% of that acreage was um, parking lots, <laughs> which is just astounding. And Part of what they're talking about is is essentially taking that unused space and building more places like the hub that they're building. So more of these like mixed use spaces throughout the research triangle park, which would really completely transform it from what it is from what it is today. And they also talked about even bringing in more um, more housing into the research triangle park. So right now, the hub, which will be this small hundred acre section, um, is going to have apartments and they're talking about adding to that throughout throughout the research triangle park so when you think about an area that is as large as as this area with seven thousand acres so i actually looked up um manhattan is i think fourteen thousand acres rtp is half that size i mean i mean it's just it's just substantial in size and have that much land and that much land that's that's underused and underdeveloped for what it could be um to have this plan of no we're gonna we're gonna push this forward we're gonna develop this area we're gonna do more areas like the hub where it's mixed use we're gonna add housing into this um 
I think that's going to be a transformational, um, transformational thing for this area. So that is, um, yeah, yeah, that got me, that got me really fired up. They, they, they essentially, it's a, it's a 50 year vision. So, I mean, this is something that's not going to be completed, you know, anytime soon, anytime in the next several years, um, that this would be a very, very, very long process. But I think when, when you think of companies like Apple, right, Apple's coming to the research triangle park. If you're going to continue to attract companies like that, I think, I think you really, you need to, to update the space, right? You need to make it appealing, make it appealing for folks to work there, to live there, um, make it appealing for companies to move there. And so I think, I think this, this RTP 3.0, this 15 minute city type setup that, that, that they seem to be moving towards for the research triangle park would be a really good thing. Um, it is going to be dependent on places like Durham County and Wake County rezoning the entire area to allow for this kind of development. Um, I couldn't imagine, I could be wrong. I couldn't imagine significant pushback on that um, just because of how important the Research Triangle Park is and how important it is that you have 7,000 acres there that could be used for other purposes than just parking lots. Um, and a lot of those parking lots, they said, are underutilized because people are working from home. And so you got all these vacant parking lots that um, just sit there and, and could be developed into something um, much more useful, much more productive. So anyway, I just, I, I love stuff like this. I think this is, this is the stuff that's going to continue to transform this area to continue to make it better. Um, you've got 7,000 acres. It's just sitting there. A large portion of it um, that you could really develop over time and make it and make it great. So, um, Ben said, "What do you think is the next big area of the triangle to have a um, a development boom?" So, it's a really good question. I think um, I think for one, um, the south side of the triangle. I think it's really already in a development boom. Um, I think that will continue especially once um uh 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 interstate um uh <laughs> my mind went blank the southern the southern portion of of uh of interstate um oh my gosh why is my mind going blank um let's see here i got my uh 540 my goodness i drive that road every day and i can't i couldn't even think of it once the southern portion i've even talked about it on here once the southern portion of 540 is completed i think um i think i think that boom will continue and be substantial in the southern portion of the triangle i also think an area like chatham county pittsburgh we talked about pittsburgh last week with this new disney development coming in um I think places like that are going to see a substantial increase um, over the next several decades. I mean, just thinking of, you know, I just talked about here, 7,000 acres for the Research Triangle Park. Chatham Park is 8,500 acres. That's one subdivision in Chatham County. I mean, just, just enormous amount of area. So I think that part of the triangle, um, the southern part of the triangle, I think you'll see substantial, substantial growth in those areas. So um, definitely, and I, you know, the, the Southern portion is still largely affordable today. Like when you look at some of the most affordable areas in the triangle, Fuquay, Clayton, Garner, um, 
those are some of the more affordable areas in the triangle. And those are on the southern side, um, below 540 or within the belt line of where where 540 will be. So yeah, those are those are big. Those are going to be big areas. Great question though. Next level said, what's it called? Work, live, and play. Yeah, I mean that's that that's essentially that's going to be the motto for uh, for these for these developments coming in these these mixed use developments that are just going to become more and more and more um, more common. So, um, speaking of a mixed use development, um, oh, before we get there. This is this is fascinating. So this is I'm just going to nerd out on this and show you all this. I know I keep talking about how much seven thousand acres is. So all of these could fit within the Research Triangle Park. Every single one of these, you could fit the entirety of downtown Raleigh, the entirety of downtown Durham, NC State, Duke, UNC, and NC Central, which are the four largest universities in our area. All of those could fit within the Research Triangle Park with room to spare. That's how large of an area it is. Um, I mean, it just when I read that, that just, just blew my mind. So it is a massive, massive area. And to think that Chatham Park, which is where the Disney neighborhood will be, is even bigger. It's fifteen hundred acres larger. Um, yeah, just it's just mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. So let's see. We got question Ben. Have you been to Charlotte? And if so, um, do you think it compares to the Triangle? Um, I, I I have been to Charlotte. So I grew up in a small town northeast of Charlotte called Albemarle. Um, and <clears throat> so I think that's a good question. It's been it's been a while since I've been to Charlotte. Sh Charlotte definitely feels bigger. It is bigger than than the triangle um i think um it feels more crowded than the triangle i think that's my opinion i don't live in charlotte i don't spend a lot of time in charlotte um the times i have been to charlotte it feels um it feels substantially more crowded uh the roads feel more crowded to me um i think i think the triangle's more spread out feeling just because you have raleigh you have durham you have chapel hill you have they're all different cities, but kind of oddly interconnected as well. Um, I think, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's essentially that's what I'll say. Both are great, though. I mean, I mean, you look at like top cities in the country to move to, top cities in the country to do business in, um, fastest growing regions: um, Charlotte, Raleigh, always top the list. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't think you can go wrong with either one. Um, I just, those are kind of my, without spending a ton of time in Charlotte, those are, those are my kind of initial, initial thoughts compared to, to Charlotte and Raleigh. Um, actually, I think our area has a little more, um, a little more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's just, there, there's a lot of like, like Durham's different, Raleigh's different, Chapel Hill's different. Like, like each area kind of has its own culture, its own vibe. Um, Charlotte just seems very kind of the same to me. And maybe that's 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 the lack of knowing Charlotte, exploring Charlotte. Um, that's kind of those are just some of my thoughts. So yeah, next level. Charlotte kind of reminds me of Midtown Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely, I could definitely see that. Um 
Crystal said, yeah, it's the size of, I mean, the size of RTP is just, it's just mind, it's just mind blowing. So it's unbelievable. Um, and Chris also said, we've been trying to sell our house in Charlotte so we can move to the Raleigh area. Totally concur. It feels bigger um, and easier to feel lost. We visited Raleigh a couple times now and felt welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's just, it's just a more, yeah, it's just a completely different, different feel in the Raleigh area, I think. So, um, so I've spoken very briefly about uh, what's called Raleigh's downtown South, which is actually this kind of neat um, mixed use space. We've been talking a lot about mixed use spaces tonight. And I think for the foreseeable future, I mean, I mean, they're just, they're just becoming more, more and more common um, for, for good reason. It's a good use of land. If you can use land to put commercial space, um, residential space, all within that, um, it's just a good, it's just a good use of, of, of land. But Raleigh downtown South, it's pretty close to where I think where the farmer's market is um, in Raleigh. And it's a huge project, it's 140 acres. Um, once they're complete, let me pull up the screen here so I can share it with y'all. All right, there we go. Yeah, it's going to be about, um, it's going to be 140 acres. So it's a significant, significant amount of space. Um, it was being developed by a group called Kane Realty. They're the group that did uh, North Hills and and some other pretty major developments in the Raleigh area. So they're a very, very well-known, very reputable developer in the area. Uh, but it was, it was supposed to break ground next year. Um, but it's been delayed. It's not been canceled or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> they've been, they've been very adamant to say it's just, it's just taking longer to raise the funds needed, uh, to develop something like this. So, um, but, uh, which makes sense, right? Interest rates are tough getting funds for projects like this, especially that involve commercial space. Commercial real estate is not performing very well. Um, so it's it's tough to secure funds in a situation like this, an environment like this. But this is going to be an area when they do break ground um, that will be transformational on the south side. Um, I think it's going to be. Um, let me see. I've got some notes here on the size of it. So I know it's a hundred hundred forty acres, but uh, you have two hundred forty thousand square feet of real retail space. About 3,500 apartments. Um, it's going to take about 10 to 15 years to complete. So this was the original area that was going to have a stadium as well. I think think they were going to have a soccer stadium. When we talked about the Major League Baseball team coming to the area, this is one of those sides of towns that it was um, it was pitched that that that, that it would be. Um, if that ever happened, that would be really cool if it did. But if that ever happened, this is one of those areas where it could potentially be. Um, but yeah, just a really, a, a you know, part of town that will change significantly when it does. So I read this, kind of bummed out about it, because um, obviously this is a big deal. And when they break ground, it you know just kind of begins that begins that process. But with the way the market is, with the way commercial real estate is right now, it's probably going to take a little bit of time before before they're able to get this going. But definitely, definitely a project to keep your eye on um, because it will it will transform. You know. Their developers in North Hills is essentially going to be something similar on the south side of Raleigh. So something that, that that would be pretty, pretty transformational. So all right. 
So I wanted to, <clears throat> we might, we'll circle back to a topic that I just skipped over, but I want to talk about the housing market real quick because some really, really positive news. I know we just talked about the tough, uh, the tough market of raising capital and all that kind of stuff. But so the Fed met this week and decided for the third consecutive time of their meetings to not increase rates, which is significant. And they didn't only they didn't only say that they would not increase rates, but they talked about um, beginning a process of reducing rates. So I wish I had the chart. Um, I thought I did. I don't have it pulled up. Um, actually, hold on. Here it is. The dot plan. So essentially, what is expected is. And y'all, I mean, y'all probably aren't going to be like, this is a terrible format. But um, so the Fed is ex expecting to drop rates three times next year, four times in 2025, and then three times in 2026. So we've kind of, we've hopefully, um, you know, the fair chairman used very careful language here, um, but we've hopefully gotten past this tightening phase that we've been in for a very long time. Um, and we are moving towards a phase where they can begin to, and this this is essentially the, the chart showing all that, but um, we can begin to lower those rates down, which is significant. So if that happens, I know earlier we had a question um, from Be Positive about what will the market look like in March? Um, with this news, interest rates, um, which have been on a downward trend for a for a while, um, really since we had that um, the one live where we went over the 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 the, the unaffordability of the market, interest rates had just hit um, eight percent. Um, rates have now dropped to the mid sixes, um, which is. 6.62 was about the average they were today. Um, you know, if you're a buyer that has good credit, um, you're putting a good chunk of money down for a down payment, you know, those kind of buyers are going to get it for probably under that right now. You look at the FHA 6.1, VA 6.1. So those are right towards being back into the fives. So, I mean, th this is substantial and this is really great news for for the housing market. So when we look at when we look at what next year will look like, um, I think we could find ourselves in a market um, that is that is pretty competitive again. So beginning beginning of this year, really starting in late January, we started noticing the competitiveness returning. It was there until. I'd say early summer, June, July is kind of when we started seeing it tell off or, um, you know, fall off a little bit. But um, I could see something roughly similar happening next year. Um, it really just depends on how low those interest rates get, though. Um, if they get close to five, which is about where we were um, that time last year, or I guess this year, so this past winter, so January, February, March, um, interest rates were decently low for a little bit of time 
and which created a lot of buyer demand. So I think we could be in a situation where we see that kind of competitiveness come back. Um, what an unknown is, and is still an unknown, is how much inventory is released, how much how much pent up demand from sellers, how many homes hit the market um, to kind of help deal with that demand to lessen some of the competitiveness in the market. So a lot of projections right now are still that we'll see year over year next year, you know, one to 5% appreciation or price growth. Um, so if, if we see that it's not, you know, that's not a 2021 situation or first half of 2022, as far as market competitiveness. Um, so it's not anything remotely like that, but I do think we could see a level of competitiveness return in the spring, just based on the news we're getting from the fed where interest rates are heading. The fact that they're dropping, um, I do think there's a lot of pent up demand. You know, we we experience on on our end um, this December compared to last December. We've had significantly more folks reach out to us. Um, when I say reach out, I mean you know someone calling, texting, emailing us, saying, "Hey, we're ready to begin a house search." Or, hey, we want to list our house. Um, it's been substantially more than last December, um, which tells me that there's there's some pent up demand in in in, in the market that, that we just weren't seeing last year. So um, anyway, hopefully hopefully that answers your question. I know you had a question about Holly Springs as well, um, and I failed to address that the first time. So um, yeah, Ho Holly Springs is going to be one of those markets that that's that's competitive as well. Um, that just that southern that southwest region of the triangle, Cary Apex, Holly Springs. It's just it's it's going to be it's it's just one of the it's one of the more appealing areas one of the more popular areas, um, but uh, but yeah we'll see we'll see what the market's like um, we'll we'll know soon enough but I do I do think a level of competitiveness will will return. Um, all right, last <clears throat> article I saw this thought it was really cool. Um, one thing I love about Durham is is the DPAC. We hardly ever go to the DPAC, but there's a lot of there's a lot of really cool shows there. Um, and it is top five with uh, Billboard, Venues Now, and um, Polestar. So those um, organizations are ranking DPAC in the top five greatest. Um, essentially venues in the country. So I just, I just think it's great that we have a place like the DPAC here that puts on so many shows, so many opportunities for folks to go see cool things. So many opportunities for families to go see, um, you know, shows like elf and the holidays, or this year they're bringing back, um, uh, the lion King. And so just things like that, we're just really fortunate to live in an area where that is, that is the case and you can take advantage of that. So, um, I just I just thought that was that was really cool. So I love that that part of Durham is just it's just really nice where the DPAC, the American Tobacco um campus where DPAC is and the Durham Bulls play. It's just a, it's just a really cool part of Durham. So I thought that was really neat. But I know I started with um some uh um some updates, but we will be taking the next uh two weeks off. So next week and the week after basically excuse me, the rest of December will be taken off. So I uh, will trying to spend time with family um, uh, for Christmas and for New Year's. And then we'll be back that following week, which will be the first week in January. So I think that's January, uh, January 4th. Um, 
in the meantime, we're going to try to do some updates to the studio, give it kind of a new look, a fresh look. Um, Cindy is not a big fan of how it looks now, so she's got a vision for it, and I think it's going to look really good. Um, so we'll be working on that. And then when we come back, Cindy will be joining us uh, probably not every night, but hopefully most nights she'll be joining us on these um, on these lives. So I'm really, I'm really excited. Um, I'm really excited about that. Next Level said... <laughs> uh cindy cindy said it needs work right i think it looks pretty good i mean i i think it gives like a nice a nice kind of like vibe to it um but it'll it'll once 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 cindy's idea is really good um next level said do you think there will be any new construction in four oaks um i don't know that's a good question um i don't know the answer to that um, so, but I will, I'll look into that and get back to you on that, but that's a, that's a really good question. So, um, awesome y'all. Well, hope y'all have a wonderful holiday season. Um, and we will see y'all here in a couple weeks. Um, happy new year, Merry Christmas. Um, we'll see y'all soon.